Welcome to In the Stacks from the Half Hollow Hills Community Library. We're talking about the stories we love because we think you might like them too. From bestsellers to old favorites to undiscovered gems. We talk about it here so that you can find it in the stacks. I'm Charlene and we have a special guest, Jenny Camerano. She is from our teen department at Half Hollow Hills Community Library, and she's been a librarian here for about two years. Jenny has a book that she has read that she would like to discuss with our audience. The title is The War That Saved My Life by Kimberly Brubaker Bradley. Jenny. Okay, so this is a historical fiction book. It's tagged mostly for grades four to seven. Um, it's Set in 1939 London, and the main character we are introduced to in the beginning is Ada. She's nine years old. Um, we first learn that she has a club foot, and her mom uh, definitely shuns her for that. She's put in a cabinet, she's abused, and her younger brother Jamie gets a little bit better treatment uh, compared to her. And why does she uh, shun her? Basically, what do you think is the reason for that? Um, like I took it as the mom just doesn't find her, like, important to her because of the foot like she feels like nobody wants to see you she says it a lot in the book nobody wants to see that club foot ada you know so um so she's embarrassed the mother definitely she's definitely embarrassed so ada because of this she's just basically stuck in an apartment all day long she doesn't have like references with things she doesn't know different things um Jamie goes to school, Ada doesn't, so Jamie knows different things that Ada doesn't know. And is there a big age difference between yeah. siblings? Uh, I think Ada's nine and Jamie's six, so they're about three years apart. Um, so at this time, it's during World, World War II, and they decide they're going to send some children over to the countryside to keep them set safe. So Jamie is um, summoned to go, and the mom is like, Ada, you're not going. So Ada escapes and decides to go with Jamie and try to, you know, escape her life. She just wants to get out. Um, so they get end up getting picked with this woman named Susan Smith. And in the beginning, Susan doesn't really want children. She didn't really want to do it. She put her name on the list just sort of an extra thing. Um, and while when they get there, Susan actually forms a relationship with them and they they grow to like a bond and they love each other and they save each other because Susan at the same time is going through her own like emotion because she's dealing with the, uh, the death of her best friend. So she's childless, Susan. Yeah, she's childless, right. Um, and so Ada also moves on because she falls in love with this horse that's on their farm. And like being with the horse and like just using the horse and like sitting on it definitely like helps her cope with the foot. Um, and also while she's there, Susan decides to take her to a doctor and she finds out that the foot's fixable and she can't believe it. And Susan decides, okay, we're gonna try to like phone your mother and send her a letter and tell her like, let's get approval for you to get your foot fixed. Um, so they waited a really long time and the mother never never got, gave approval. Um, but the main thing about this story, which I think is really great, is it's definitely just shows like how um, suffering, you can suffer, but you can move forward from it, and how they, they definitely help each other through their suffering. Like, they become a family. Um, they even like make up like fake birthdays because they don't know when their birthdays are, the kids, because they never celebrated them. Now, what happened to um, Ada and Jamie's father? Is, is that a reason why the mother feels so against her? Yes, they do mention uh, Jamie's uh, Jamie and Ada's father a lot. He actually did die of a wet brain from alcohol. Uh -huh. So they do mention that a lot. And I think the mom is definitely like, she's a little bit like resistant. Like she doesn't, she, she's like mad about that, that she like lost her husband and that she has to work all these jobs just to like support her two kids in a small apartment. 
So this is a coming of age it's World coming War II. Were there reasons that you were attracted to this book? I normally don't read historical historical fiction, but I really am attracted to it. But I never decided to pick it up. But I picked it up because of that. Um, and I did, like I said, I did listen to this on audio, and the English accents were like so real and just like amazing. Um, but towards the end of the book. Um, I just felt so connected to these characters that I didn't want it to end. Like I would want to, it's one of those books that like sticks with you because of like the emotions between Susan and the kids and how they save each other. Um, that you miss the characters. Like I was sad that it was over. I didn't want it to end. So do you think this would have a broad appeal to your audience for teens? Yes, I do. I definitely think it's going to appeal to some of those parents where they want their kids to read like a meaningful book. They want them to read a novel that's going to make them think, you know, not just like a typical kiddie type of book. Um, I definitely think adults would like this. I actually made my mother-in-law read it and she absolutely loved it. She couldn't believe how good it was. She really enjoyed it. And this has received a um, notary honor. Newberry book. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like a great book. And where can we find this, Jenny? Um, we have it at the library in audiobook or ebook or hardcover, and it's coming out in paperback this year. Oh, great. Sounds like a great read. Okay, thank you, Jenny, for being our guest, and Ellen for helping us behind the mics. So I'm Charlene. You can find me in the stacks or or online at inthestacks.wordpress.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcast app.